0: Welcome to the TRC Podcast. Happy experience! Dear listeners, Ideas are the currency of the 21st century. Ability to persuade to change hearts and minds is perhaps the single greatest skill that can give you a competitive edge in the economy of information, an economy where ideas matter more than ever. So, today on this particular episode, we are going to discuss one of the most ancient works also known as the Bible of the Art of Persuasion, and that is Rhetoric by Aristotle. For this, I am your host, Janki Vagasya, and I have with me one of the avid readers of our college, Girish Auja. So, welcome, Girish.
1: Thank you, Janki. It's always my pleasure to be here.
0: I would quickly like to initiate the discussion with the query in my mind that what is the role of persuasion in our daily lives?
1: Yes. So see, you will find role of persuasion everywhere around around you, in all the arenas of your day-to-day life. So for example, entrepreneurs persuade investors to fund their startups. Job candidates persuade recruiters to hire them. Even politicians persuade people to vote for them. So in short, persuasion is no longer a soft skill. It is a fundamental skill that can help you convince recruiters, attract investors, sell products, build brands, inspire teams, or even trigger movements.
0: Yes, yes, I completely agree with you on that. Even billionaire Warren Buffett once told his business students that improving their communication skills might boost their professional value by 50% instantly. That's magic, right? But the point listeners might be interested in now would be how to master this art of persuasion. How does the book tackle it?
1: Yeah, so in fact, uh, that's the crux of the book. And for this, Aristotle has described five rhetorical tools that can help you master the art of persuasion. And these five tools are namely ethos, logos, pathos, metaphor and gravity.
0: Okay, so many new terms. Let us dive into them one by one. What does ethos mean?
1: Yeah, ethos is a Greek word which simply means character. Ethos represents the part of a speech or a presentation wherein your audience gains some insight into your credibility. So, just tell me, would you believe firmly in a speaker whose actions didn't back his words?
0: No, no, obviously no. Yes,
1: yeah, so, I mean, that's the idea. As humans, we are hardwired to search for reasons to tr- trust another person and subconsciously we do so. so that's where the role of ethos tool comes into the picture this tool advises you to gain trust and credibility of the audience before delivering a speech or presentation so once ethos is established it's time to make a logical appeal to reason and that's the second rhetorical tool
0: second tool, logos right what does it mean i mean what does it say about art of persuasion
1: yeah so i mean uh, logo, simply means logic why should your audience care about your idea how your idea is profitable to the audience are there any risks associated with it so addressing all these kinds of logical appeals will help you to gain the support from the audience in a nutshell uh, logos is something that tells you to back your ideas with a solid science and logic and the key to master this tool is to use data evidence and facts to form a rational statement and Ethos and Logos, these are the first two tools and once they are established, it's time to blend some emotional touch with the speech, with the third rhetorical tool.
0: Fair enough, then let's just dive into the third tool.
1: Yeah, so third rhetorical tool is Pathos, Pathos means emotions. So persuasion can never occur in the absence of emotion. So people are moved to action by how a speaker makes them feel and Aristotle believed the best way to transfer emotion from one person to another is through storytelling. And the stories can be anything, you know, tales of failure or success or danger or disaster. The idea is simple that when stories are told authentically, they grab a deep engagement of audience. And always remember that the most personal content is the most relatable, so in short Pathos tells you to wrap a big idea in a form of story.
0: Sounds fascinating, but what if the stories are too long? We all know that our attention spans are very less right and we might get bored. So what does the book say about it?
1: Yes, uh, I completely agree with you on that. And even the theory in the book uh, resembles with that. And force rhetorical tool itself is brevity and which simply means shortness or preciseness of a speech. So, it is on the ideology that good things when short are twice as good. So, when you are making a persuasive speech, brevity is something that plays a crucial role and therefore, an idea should be presented as compactly as possible. And also, Aristotle observed that the opening of a person's speech gains highest attention and therefore, you should always begin with your strongest point.
0: Right, right. I hope I started well.
1: Yes or maybe no.
0: Okay, okay. Jokes apart. Let's respect Aristotle about his thoughts on gravity, And I would like you to quickly come to our final tool and conclude on the same.
1: Yeah, sure. So, the last tool is metaphor. And the idea is simple and self-explanatory that when you use a metaphor or analogy to compare a new idea to something that is familiar to your audience, It clarifies your idea by turning the abstracts into something concrete. And I'm very sure that you must be aware how PM Modi connects his audience with a bunch of metaphors. So, I mean, to conclude, at last I would say that constant practice of these five tools can undoubtedly make you a champion at public speaking as well as the art of persuasion.
0: Okay. So, I guess that makes a perfect recipe to cook a speech. So listeners, next time, when you are about to deliver a speech or presentation, don't forget to use these five powerful rhetorical tools that is ethos, logos, pathos, metaphor and brevity. Thank you all. This is it from our side. Knowledge is the only treasure which upon sharing multiplies. Therefore, keep reading, keep sharing and keep exploring.